What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ Oon Daryl brings to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. Well, I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. A lot of it. Again. Yeah. We get a week, a slow week next week, though. So, no more pay-per-views, no more... Right. Nothing. But we already talked about All Out and AIW right. and GCW doubleheader from yeah. Sunday on right. the little butt episode YDD. Yeah, we did. Young Dagger Dick. You can hear all about Young Dagger Dick over there. Yeah, and the Bud Cops are free. So, as normal, we're going to start off with Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. No, we're not. We're not? Payback Live, penis, penis. Payback? Yeah. Wasn't Payback this week? Didn't we already do that? Did we? I don't know. Wasn't Payback just this past week? Or no? No, it was last week. Is it, was it? I'm pretty sure we did it last episode. I'm checking right now. Okay, I'm confused then. We did, yeah. Did we started we? off last week with Payback. Okay. So, yeah. So it's been two weeks since Payback. AEW was last week. AEW, AIW, and GCW okay. were last week. So... So Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. I'm off. Yeah. So we did, yeah, Monday Night Raw. This is the second Raw since Payback. Oh. Yeah. Huh. That's right, I was on vacation. Yeah, you're off week. It's all right. Why don't you roll, brother, brother? Uh, we started off, <clears throat> as always, with Randy Orton making his way to the ring. As always. Uh, or somebody. It's either right. Orton or McIntyre or whatever. Seth. Um, or Seth, yeah. So, he cuts a promo about Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and then an ambulance shows up. And Drew McIntyre was driving it. Yes. And he comes down and hits Orton with a Claymore kick. Mm-hmm. Take that. For number one. Take that, Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had the Hurt Business. Um, Hurt Locker. The Hurt Locker come in. And... They talked to a janitor, I guess. Talked to a janitor? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't watch Raw, so... Me either. Um, hey, guys, let's go talk to the janitor. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Oh, yeah, the janitor says hello, and a MVP accused him of talking shit about certain Benjamin's mother. What? How and dare then, he? Yeah. And then they beat up the janitor. That's what he gets for talking shit about SB's mom. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Come on. Oh, Adam man. Pierce runs into Drew McIntyre backstage. Okay. And tells him he's got to leave because he's not cleared. Peace out, Drew. So he leaves. Bye, Drew. Uh, no, he doesn't. Cedric Alexander's making his entrance and the Hurt Business... Uh, attack him from behind. Yeah. And then Cruz and Ricochet run up. And, for the save. Yeah. Uh, for the save. But they didn't attack the Hurt Business. Right. And because they got into the ring. Yeah, they have a six-man tag. Yep. With Apollo Cruz, Ricochet. Sorry. <clears throat> Alexander versus the Hurt Business Locker. Yep. Hot Hurt Locker. Yep. And uh, Hurt Business ended up picking up the win. Because... Um, yeah. Because Alexander ends up hitting Cruz with the lumbar check. Yep, and he joins Hurt Locker. Yeah. Now there are four. Fucking finally. They've been teasing this for, what, six weeks? Seems like it, it. yeah. I'm so happy that it's finally happened. It seems like a good call. Yeah. 
Um, Give Alexander something to do. We got the Street Profits taking on Angel Garza and Andrade next. Mm -hmm. We do this so much. Yeah, again. And the Street Profits won again. And because there was some shit between Vega, or between Garza and Andrade. And they're fighting again. And then... uh, out of nowhere, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura, your SmackDown Tag Team Champions, show up on the big screen saying that they're going to come next week and have a little champion versus champion match because of the... whatever it's called. Wild card! Yeah. It's not really called the wild card, though, now. It's right. uh, the inner brand. Yeah. Some in your brand invitational or some shit. Some horseshit. It's dumb. It's it stupid. Dumb. They should just though at this point they should just make this for a unification championship. Mm-hmm. They don't have enough fucking tag teams we're talking about to keep two tag titles. Right. Just make they one it. division and leave they them on Raw because yeah. Raw's three. Hours. Or go back and forth like you did with the women's. women's. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I enjoyed the stuff with the women's, especially when Sasha and Bailey had them. Um, now not so much. Yeah. So our truth is at a restaurant with little Jimmy. Um, I haven't seen that guy for a while. Yeah, and he's yeah. ready. He's ready for dessert. <laughs> and they lift up the like it's one of those big catering things. You yeah, know? and they lift up the dessert. Lids. The lid. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> a li- the lid on the dessert tray, and uh, out pops a carrot Zala. Of course he does. Uh. Or a ninja pops out. Oh. And then Akira Tozawa sneaks up behind with, um... A referee. A referee, yeah. I knew what you were trying to say. Yeah. One, two, three. And then, nope. Our truth, truth gets away. fight him off with the dessert cart. Nice. So, yeah. And still. Yeah. Uh, Billy and Peyton are facing each other next. Mm-hmm. And Peyton wins. Nice. So... And then not they hugged. They hugged afterwards. Of course, they're still friends. Yeah, so. they're just not a team anymore. Right. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, this is, yeah. The Mysterio family is all there this week again. So Dominic and Ray and Aaliyah and Angie. So his son and daughter and wife. Ray, nice. Yeah, are all there. And Charlie cuts a. Inter- or has interviews them and then um, they're facing Dominic because Dominic's going to face Murphy tonight in the main event was it? yeah okay believe it or not yeah still um, and then they're going to make it a street fight instead or whatever in the main event um so Naya and Shayna oh no not that's not yet. Uh, Asuka teamed up with Mickey James to take on Natalia and Lana for some reason. Why not? And Asuka and Mickey James won. Duh. So. Okay. Yeah. Stupid. Then they're the new team, man. Mm-hmm. They're the new team of the future. Asuka and Mickey James. Right. Um. <coughs> they have so much in common. Yeah. The hurt business. Want Cedric to make it official in the VIP lounge. So they do that. And he cuts a promo on why he joins them. 
Why wouldn't you join the Hurt Locker? Right? That's what I don't understand. And then the Viking Raiders interrupt with Apollo and Ricochet. Yes. So that's going to be a thing. It's going to be the four-on-four thing there. It's always Apollo with... Or fucking Ricochet with the Viking Raiders. Yeah. So... Whatever. We get that match next. Sure. Her business versus the Viking... Ricker Cruz. Did they lose? Ricker Cruz. I like that. Did they lose? Um, yeah, the Hurt Business one. Good. <laughs> the Alexander got the cover on Ricochet. That's too. the ticket. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Um, and Bobby Lashley lifted Alexander up like Miss Elizabeth. Um... Oh, Drew McIntyre is walking around backstage, and I Adam Pearce runs into him. He's like, "I I left my phone here. I gotta, oh, I gotta find my phone." Oh, fair enough. So he's looking for his phone. He's gonna leave after that, then. Yeah. Okay, fair That's enough. What he says. As long as he's still leaving, we're fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Oh, so this was stupid. So Kevin Owens, Owens was shown outside Raw Underground talking to Shane McMahon. Because he's going to face Aleister Black in the underground this week. Oh, okay. And um, he walks into the door. Okay. <coughs> and then we get Randy Orton versus Keith Lee next. Um, and obviously another good 10-minute match. But <laughs> Drew McIntyre shows up and hits Drew- Andy Orton with a Claymore kick. He's not supposed to be there. No. Okay. He's had to get his phone. It's true, he hasn't found it yet, I guess. Right. Fair um, enough. It sucks when you lose your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Adam Pierce was obviously pissed about that. Wouldn't you be too? Yeah. And he's like, dude, you gotta go. You're not medically cleared. And McIntyre's like, alright, I'm going, I'm going. <coughs> uh, and then we got, we went back into the out, uh, underground. Back to Raw Underground. And Alistair Black is fighting someone, and Shane McMahon is in there, and he's like, we're just waiting on Kevin Owens. Even though we just saw before... Kevin Owens go into the fucking room. Right, it made no sense. Um, Welcome to Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. But then he does show up, and uh, starts attacking Black, and they fight, and then... Like men. And then Shane McMahon's like, we'll be right back. (laughs) Of course we will. Like, well, this underground shit's weird. It is. They've not <coughs> done the best of jobs with it, in my opinion. Yeah, like, I like it. I just... It just cuts in and cuts out, and there's no, like, rhyme or reason or anything to it. People just fight. And they mm-hmm. disappear when they walk in the room, like Kevin Owens. Right. It makes no sense. I just put... All right, where the fuck did he go? Good job, BJ. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? So, all right. Next we got... A two-on-one handicap match. Uh, Shayna Baszler versus the Riot Squad. Shayna uh, Nope, the Riot Squad ends up. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Morgan got the... Roll up out of nowhere? Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, Nia Jax was distracting Shayna. That's sad. But okay. Um, and then we got Nia Jax taking on the Riot Squad in a two-on-one handicap match. Nia wins? And the lights go out and Retribution show up. Oh, and uh, they cut a promo about yeah magic magic and how Ronnie things and are un- things are unfair and 
I heard this. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it, it was. was very obviously scripted. Yeah, and people changed the voices mm-hmm. on it uh, back to like what they should be, and it does sound like um, Mercedes Martinez and uh, Dominic. Dracovic or whatever. What's oh, Dijakovic. Dijakovic, yeah. 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 I was like, Dominic? Mysterio? Dominic, no. But Dijakovic. Dijakovic. Yeah. And Dominic. That'd be funny. I thought you Dominic. meant Ray Mysterio's kid. I was no. like, wait a second, what? Okay. No. Fair enough. But Mercedes yeah, makes Dijakovic. sense in storyline. Dijakovic mm-hmm. makes sense with NXT storyline. So. Right. And yeah. both have been suspected. Well, Dijakovic's been suspected anyway. Mm-hmm. So. All right, then what? Uh. We're back to the underground. Yay! And Kevin Owens and Aleister Black are still brawling. Finally. Um, <clears throat> until they run into that Dabakato dude. Yes. That really big dude. And uh, he slams Owens. And then he choke slams Aleister Black. Choke <clears throat> And that's the end of Underground this week. Take that. Mm-hmm. Um, now you've been underground. Oh, Randy Orton is walking backstage holding his jaw because he hurt his jaw from the Claymore kick. I, it's a good part to be hurt. And then... Um, he takes another one. Draymond Kintyre attacks him from behind and hits him with a claim, third Claymore. So Take that. Yeah. So, was it last week? Or no. That's what took... It was Rand- two weeks ago, I think. Or two, three weeks two ago. Two or three weeks ago. He took out yeah. McIntyre with three punts. Right. So now he's got three Claymores to return it back. Yeah. And then this going with the story of them, you know, the match ending on the backslide. Like, this has been mm-hmm. well done. Mm-hmm. Long-term storytelling. I like it. I wish they could do this with everybody. And yeah. not just the main event. <coughs> right. Um, main, right event. main event. Main event. Dominic Mysterio taking on Murphy. Um, yeah, they had a hell of a match. And there was one where Dominic did the fucking slide out of the ring and into the... I don't even know what he did. He like did a flip and shit. It was pretty good. <coughs> and uh, since this was a street fight, no DQ match... Basically, everyone ends up getting involved. Everyone being the Mysterio family. Yeah. All four of them. Yeah, and they all grab kendo sticks and beat the shit out of Murphy with kendo sticks. 86. Yeah. 86 kendo stick strikes to Murphy on Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. It was so good. The disciple served his penance. Yeah. And that's Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Brother, brother. Now I'll take us on with a quick run-through of AEW Dark, as neither of yep. us got to watch Impact this week. No. I saw a lot of so clips. I know everything that happened. We have a new world champion, Eric yeah. Young. That happened last week. He Did came he? out, though, and cut a promo. That's right. Yeah. Because Rich Swan came back and attacked him, even though he's still hurt. Yeah. Yes. All right. Will Hobbs took on Sean Legacy. Will Hobbs. Uh, Brian Cage took on Tony Donati. Brian Cage. Angelico took on Griff Garrison. Who the fuck's that? I don't know. Uh, Angelico won regardless. Yeah. Anna Jay took on Skylar Moore. Anna Jay. Eddie Kingston took on Lee Johnson. The Mad King. Sonny Kiss took on Serpentico. Sonny Kiss. And Ricky Starks took on Ben Carter. Ricky Starks. Which was really cool, because I had not heard of Ben Carter before fucking Sunday. And we've seen him twice now. <laughs> right. And he was on both shows on Sunday. On and AMW, on AIW, and then here on Dark. on Dark. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, but that takes us to Super Tuesday 2. Yeah. NXT. NXT. Cousin, cousin. Um, I did not watch NXT this week. I didn't either, actually. 
And I heard it was pretty good. Yeah. I heard we started off with a banger of a fucking championship match. Yeah. Between one Finn Balor mm-hmm. and one Adam Cole, baby. Yep. And Finn Balor is your new NXT champion. It is. It's the 1916 for the win. Yeah, again, this was apparently a fucking awesome match. Yeah. So. Yeah, I need to go. I should probably go check it out, too. Haven't yet. I bought Tony Walk this week, so. Tony Walk? Tony Walk. Yeah. I got my hand out of my cast. It's the Asian version. So I've played a lot of Minecraft and bass guitar this week and not watched very much anything. Yeah. Um, But next. Rhea Ripley cuts a promo on Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. Because they're going to have a steel cage tonight. Match tonight. Um... Hey, you know what? This brings up a uh, fucking why not. So, I was listening to an interview this week, and the point was made that if today's superstars would have been Attitude Era superstars, mm-hmm. that Rhea Ripley would be in the sable spot. She would be doing the Playboy, and she would be the big star. Yeah. Do you think that's true? Do you think Rhea would be in that spot? Um, No. I don't either. I think it'd be Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Duh. Yeah. It's Ric Flair's daughter. Well, not them, because she... I mean, but yeah. She well, was you this know, age right, yeah, right. For sure. And with those big old fake things, she'd want to show them off. Although, there's, <laughs> they're a mess. But anyway. <laughs> if you've seen the pictures, they're a mess, man. Fair enough. Poor Andrade. <laughs> uh... Anyway. Love's not about looks, man. It's not, I guess. They look good in a shirt. Um, anyway. So. Yeah. No, she totally would be, though, Charlotte. I think so. Yeah. I think Rhea would probably get stuck in that, like, Jacqueline-type role. Like, she'd be that badass that could come in and, you know, put on a good match and fill in a spot, but... Not one of the top Not stars. The top, yeah. And yeah, I think, I think that's she's unfortunately where she would be. I think a lot more women have better opportunities now. Yes, yeah. they do. They do. Yeah, we don't have to see brawn panties matches. We actually see and, real wrestling matches on our wrestling shows. Right, mud fights and pig pen fights and whatever. Um, let's see. Oh, there's some stuff between. Uh, um, Robert Stone uh, with is with Mackenzie Mackenzie Mitchell and uh, he tries to fuck with Shotzi's tank. Oh yeah, well, but I don't she blame him. no, but she uh, she attacks him. He's been run over by it like three yeah. fucking times. Right, and then Aaliyah uh, blindsided Shotzi. Take that. And threw her through a curtain. Well, on the other side of that curtain was Eo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Aaliyah, or Eo was pissed and chased Aaliyah to the ring with Shotzi. And then they have a little bit of a brawl. So. It's what they do on the next day. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then, uh, the NX, they're the championship was on the ground and Shotzi goes to grab it to hand it back to Shirai and the way she looked at the championship. Of course she did. And, it's the yeah. fucking championship. And Shirai was like, don't make me hurt you. 
I totally want to see Shotzi as the NXT Women's Champion. Oh my God, I, I think that would be neat. Are you coming to the ring in her tank with a championship? I personally feel like that belt goes well with her green hair. So Yeah, it does. <laughs> my new neighbor... I'll tell you that story later. Okay. My, basically, my new neighbor gave me a zucchini. It was pretty oh, dope. Nice. I was sitting on the porch smoking a cigarette. And she's like, hey, you eat zucchini? And I was like, yeah. She's like, you want one? I'll, I'll pick it right now. And she gave me... It's fucking gigantic. It's like nice. the size of my arm. Anyway. You're going to have good eating there. Yeah. What are you going to make out of it? Uh, so I'm just going to fry it. There you go. Like do some beer batter or something. There you go. Um. Anyway. So... <laughs> yeah, Super Tuesday too. Uh, we're at the Gargano household, and oh, yeah, Candice and Johnny were talking uh, smack about how to be. Or Candice was telling Johnny to be nice to Tegan when Tegan gets there because Tegan's going to show up. Yes, and she does. Yes, and they're nice. And yeah, yeah, and then that's it. Stops there. Uh, Can we continue? Yeah. Then we got. Velveteen Dream versus Ashanti Adonis. Mm-hmm. Velveteen, uh, Velveteen Dream, Dream picked up the win. Yeah, of course. Um, but he went up to talk, and then Kushida showed up and attacked Dream. Good. Let's have Kushida kick the shit out of him. Yeah. Kabamf. And then time split, or whatever the fuck it is. Right. Time uh, and then Brizongo talks about how they're going to fight Imperium next week for the rematch. Yeah, I did see that earlier today that that's happening next week. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Finally, rematch. Yeah. Um, and we're back at the Gargano household and Johnny's apparently making the dinner a little awkward so he goes upstairs and Lorraine and Knox talk about how uh, Knox doesn't understand the Gargano way and um, you know it's not Johnny that's doing this to her and yeah that's about it fair enough uh, and then Bronson Reed took on Austin Theory ooh next Bronson Reed won yeah he did <clears throat> of course he did right I like Bronson Reed I think it's a new intro, too. I do, too. It's pretty dope. I agree. Um, so, let's see. Roddy, Roddy took on Killian Dane next. Uh, and Roddy ends up picking up the win. Duh. Mm-hmm. They don't do um, anything with Killian Dane for whatever after, fucking reason. After the match... Uh, Strong and Fish beat up Dane, but Drake Maverick comes down with a lead pipe oh. to help. Okay. And um, and then Maverick tries to shake his hand, Killian's hand afterwards, but Killian just punched him in the face. That's what he gets. Yeah. So. All right. All right, and we're back at the Gargano household again. Okay. And, uh... Um, Shit happens. LeRae and Tegan have a toast to LeRae's future NXT championship match. And Tegan didn't like that. So, um, but then LeRae ended up throwing salad on her. So she threw, so Tegan threw a drink in Candace's face. Ah, food fight. Yeah. And then, um, 
Johnny comes back down and is like, Nox, you're a piece of shit. And <laughs> Did he really say that? <laughs> no. Oh, but, man, that would so fucking good. Called her a piece of garbage. Oh. <laughs> and a bad friend. Fair enough. And then so she poured spaghetti over his head. Uh, and then Lorraine threw a something and it broke her TV. And so Tegan ran away. Oh, okay. Fair and enough. Gargano was upset because his TV's broken. I mean, duh. Yeah. Um, and that was a night at the Garganos. Oh, they announced that Damian Priest is going to take on Timothy Thatcher next week for the championship. Excellent. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And we will also get that tag match. Yes. And um, EO is going to face Shotzi okay. in a non title match. Fair enough. So. For Great. a potential chance at a chance for a championship. Probably. That's the way that goes. Um, all right. Steel Cage match. Main, Main event. event. Mercedes Martinez taking on Rhea Ripley. I win. I win, yeah. Um, from what I saw, this was another fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Rhea ends up picking up the win. Yes. Which makes sense, especially if Mercedes is in retribution. Yeah. It totally makes sense. And she turns on Robert um, Stone here. Yeah, so. Leaves the Robert Stone brand as right. well, so. Yep. Sets that up pretty well, so it does yep. seem like she is going to go ahead into retribution. Yep. Kind of makes sense. So. Yeah, and Rhea picks up the win, and Rhea's dope. Yeah, I didn't get to see it, but I did hear it was a good episode of NXT this week. Yeah. So if you buds yeah. it and check it out, you should probably. But next week sounds good as well, so I'll be sure to check it out next Thursday when NXT returns to its normal Wednesday. Yeah. I guess we'll move on to Wednesday as well and talk about AEW Dynamite, Creeper Creeper. Mm-hmm. This was a good fucking storytelling, yeah. laughing, heartbreaking yeah. episode of so AEW good. Dynamite. BJK is off. What did we start with? We started with two SUVs showing up and uh, Tony Schiavone talking all out about all out to MJF and Jericho. Yes. Um, all is out. Yeah. And... They were talking, yeah. They were kind of hyping up each other and that talking how they will be uh, champions and again someday. And then they walk off and they call each other losers. It was pretty funny. It was good. They did yeah. it well. Um, then we have the Lucha Brothers teaming up with the Butcher and the Blade to take on, or no, the Lucha Brothers by themselves. With Eddie Kingston and Butcher and the Blade ringside mm-hmm. taking on the Jurassic Express, uh, which was Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. This was a fun match, too. Um, Jurassic Express ended up picking up the win because of the miscommunication between Penta right. and Phoenix. Yeah. 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 And then after the match, they were pissed they at were each pissed. other. They were super pissed. And Kingston gets in the ring and was fire on the mic as he always is mm-hmm. saying that yeah they should hug and and then at the very end he's like oh yeah and by the way I was never eliminated from that battle royal yep so that was pretty good yeah that was a whole good segment too Kingston on the mic's mm-hmm. always good they stretched it a little too long but yeah, otherwise it was, little, it was fine yeah um match must have ended early or something yeah and then oh we got a Jake Roberts and Archer promo that was really fucking good yeah well I mean Jake Roberts is always good on the promo so yeah. what are you gonna do mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna enjoy it that's what <coughs> Matt Hardy comes down to the ring next yeah and talked about uh, his injury and all that um, I, really, I thought it was really well done this was a really good Matt 
babyface promo. Yeah. I want to see this man on my TV for a while. Right. But so helping the younger get, guys. Yeah. And wrestling. We're like actually wrestling. And then he says when he when he comes back, he's gonna go after a championship. Yeah. He didn't say the championship. He said a championship. So. His wife and youngest were there as oh, well yeah. in attendance. Right. So. Which is good. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, because she was pissed at him for last yeah, week. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. Uh, Angelico took on Orange Cassidy next. Yeah. True story. So. I always forget. Like, Angelico doesn't look like he should be as tall as he is. I'm just saying. Like, when you look at him, he just he looks like he should be about three inches shorter. I like it just because it's a good contrast with Evans. Mm-hmm. That's why they make a good team, I feel. One of the reasons. Great. Not a great team, but a good team. Yeah, they need to change their outfits, but... Yeah, they need to do something. Anyway. Um, yeah, Angelico, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy obviously picked up the win mm-hmm. with the Orange Punch. It was pretty good. Yeah, Orange is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but after Santana and Ortiz attacking from behind, oh, uh, Cassidy. Right. And... Um, then the best friends run out and challenge them into a challenge. Santana and Ortiz to a parking lot brawl next week. Yep. So. So we're going to have that? Yeah. Um, this was very odd. Alex Marvez is knocking on the Unbucks door to yeah. try to get an interview. Yeah. And they open it up and just super kick him. That was it. I like that he didn't let go of the mic when they super kicked him. Like, he fell but held the mic in a death grip as he fell. Yeah. I don't know if you caught that. But that that's good. That, that's good. That was fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's like we're getting, yeah. getting some heel uh, young yeah. bucks here. Right? We all thought that Paige was going to, like, turn heel, and instead the other three are turning heel. Maybe. That's what it seems like. It's great. Uh, all right. Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford come to the ring. Because uh, they're going to get married, and Kip Sabian has to is going to announce his best man. Yeah, this was one of my favorite things. He's oh, not just announcing so his best man; he's announcing the, the best man. Yeah. Um. He's, so he well, was fucking Gucci. Yeah. First, Brian Pillman thought it was him. It wasn't him. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Actually, first, some dude I didn't recognize thought it was. Oh him. yeah, some fat guy. And it wasn't him. No. Yeah, and then Brian Pillman Jr. And it wasn't him. Huh. Do you know who it was? <coughs> It was the best man. Miro. It was fucking Miro. Fucking Miro. Or Rusev for all He's, you WWE fans out there. Miro's back in wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's AEW. He came out wearing Gucci pants and a women's yeah. Gucci shirt, which right. was weird, but was, whatever. A was, Gucci Disney crossover shirt. Yeah, he looks so handsome. Uh, Do you know that shirt's like 680 bucks? Really? That's fucking nuts. It's Gucci, man. That's fucking nuts. Right? My shirt was 24 and that's a lot. My wife bought this, so I don't know how much it cost. I'm wearing my Villain Club shirt. I'm wearing a Nintendo shirt. Which probably isn't the best shirt to wear, but whatever. Um, But yeah, then he comes out, Miro comes out, cuts a hell of a promo, too. Um, Couple jabs with the WWE about the brass ring and the glass ceiling, which was cool. Yeah. Um, Kind of like that. Yeah, it was dope. So I'm excited that Miro's all elite. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Yeah. All right. Um, next, we got a sit-down interview. Tony Schiavone interviewing Adam Page. God damn. This was sad. Like, 
Yeah. He's like, I get, you know, we screwed up. <coughs> but, you know, Kenny and I will get back to it. We're, we're going to go get our championship back. Like, and I'm just like, oh, he still thinks they're a tag team. Right? This is so sad. Like, yeah. He's going to get his heart broken whenever they interview Kenny Omega. Yeah. Maybe that won't be for a couple weeks. We'll see. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a no DQ match. Chris Jericho and Jack Hager taking on Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. This was dumb. Like, the match was fine, but mm. I hate tag team matches that are no DQ and then they fucking tag. Like, no, it's a no DQ match. Just fucking fucking yeah. wrestle. Yeah. They should all be tornado matches if they're no DQs. Right. But other than that, like, the match was fine. Yeah. Match was good. And... Thing with we noticed, so like, why is you know Jericho and Hager taking on Janela and Kiss? Like that doesn't make any sense, right? And then at the end, it kind of did because Jericho was like, you know, I'm getting past Orange Cassidy, but you know Hager's pretty dope, and we're gonna become a tag team and build up some wins and go for the tag, tag team championship. championships of the world. So it would make sense that they're facing a lower card. Tag team. Rock hard, Jake Hager. The Ayatollah of Rock and Roll of Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, MJF is backstage with his campaign crew, uh, and he fires all of them, mm-hmm. except for Wardlow. Yeah. <clears throat> so. And then he reminds Wardlow, like, listen, dude, I pay your check. Don't forget who you're trying to step to. Right. You cost me a world championship, motherfucker, because you can't throw a fucking ring. Right. So you're going to do what I say and you're going to fucking calm the fuck down. <coughs> do we have a problem? Yep. said no, but they're teasing this one. It's too soon, man. We just got to hang man, and Omega. I don't need fucking Wardlow. Like, yeah. that's all I've got. Right. I know. We still got Jungle Boy in. You've still got Jungle Boy in Luchasaurus. I do. I don't. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Okay. That's fine. Um... Moxley cuts a promo. Yeah, he does that. He's good at it, too. Yeah. Talking about how he, was good he doesn't give one. a fuck about Archer. I don't Basically. give a fuck about Lance Archer. I don't give a fuck. Uh, FTR and Tully Blanchard are in the ring. And a bunch of tag teams are surrounding the ring. Dude, FTR cut a hell of a fucking promo. Both yeah. of them. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Um... You bunch to check this one out. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then they talk some shit about uh, Jurassic Express. Yeah. And piss Jurassic Express off. Right. They get in the ring. Yep. Clear it. A yep. bunch of wrestlers get in, start eating the cake that's out there for the mm-hmm. tag team appreciation. Yeah. That was the, that was pretty funny. Well, Marco stunt dumped uh, cooler water on. Oh yeah, the ice cooler. Yeah. yeah. So, but it was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And we're going to get that match next week, FTR versus Jurassic Express also. So yeah. That'll be cool. Yep. Um, Darby Allen's music hits, and Ricky Starks comes out dressed as Darby Allen again. Yes. Talking about how he's reckless, mm-hmm. not relentless, which was another good promo and 100% true. We've been saying it since the This was an episode of Good Pro. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Solid wrestling and good mm -hmm. promos. So. uh, Nyla Rose took on Tay Conti next. Yeah. With Vicky by her side. 
or by Nyla's side. Yeah, this was a little longer than it needed to be, but yeah. Nyla picked up the win in pretty quick fashion, though. Right. After the commercial break. Yeah. And then Vicky Guerrero cut a hell of a fucking promo. Because, right. as I said, this is the night of promos in AEW. Yeah. And Nyla continues beating down uh, Tay. Mm-hmm. And then out to the rescue. Not who I expected, but Hikaru Shida comes out to the rescue with her best friend, the kendo stick. Yeah, it seems like they're setting up a Karoshida and Nyla Rose rematch yeah. after all this time. Like, the way this is going, I think the next wedding in AEW is going to be her Karoshida with that fucking kendo stick. She doesn't let it leave her side. I think it should be a white wedding Wait. if they have another one. Yeah. But that's just me. It's a nice day for one. It is a nice day for a white wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Next, we got Jim Ross, good old JR, sitting down and having a talk with Kenny Omega. Oh, it's already here? Holy shit, what's Omega gonna say? Oh my god. Not good for the hangman. No. Basically said, you know, I'm done with that. We lost, it happens, I'm moving on, and I'm gonna become a singles wrestler again, and I'm gonna become the ace of AEW that I should have been. Yep. I just had to find my way, and I found it, and I'm gonna go clean up. (sighs) Yeah, so sad. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't wait till next week. Right? To see like what happens. Yeah. Even till That's Monday crazy. for fucking uh, anything they might tease on fucking BB Lee. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. Yep. All right, and then we got our main, main event. Main TNT Championship. Mr. Natural, Brody. Dustin Rhodes. Oh, they call him the Natural. Taking on Mr. Brody Lee. Hashtag join Dark Order. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this was, again, excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Brody picked up the win. Yeah. Uh, but, and yeah, still. And still champion. Um, and then everyone comes down to the ring to celebrate. And this was interesting. So, like, Colt Cabana comes down, and Brody's just, like, pissed, pissed. to see him. Gets the fuck out of my ring. Yeah, and he... Yeah, takes him. He goes back to the back. Even when he takes him yeah. out. Yeah. So that was AEW. Yeah. Ratings were fantastic. They did over a million. Yeah. A million. The Jericho, Sunny Kiss, Jake Hager, Rock Hard. Yeah. And Joey Janela match did like one point two. Right. So yeah. Yeah, I think people tuned in to see Jericho, and then they got it. Like Sunny Kiss is a draw. In my opinion, I'm like what the fuck? And that's, yeah. What's going on here? I need to see more of this. Right. So this seems inclusive, and you know yeah. what? It's because it is. It is exactly. So, all right, but yeah, great show, great show. It was a fantastic show. <coughs> so. The only down point was the beginning of the Nyla Rose Tay Conti match because they mm-hmm. did nothing and then had a commercial break. But then right. after the, everything else was good though. Yeah. That was a couple yeah. minutes of my time. It was worth it for a two-hour show. Right. But that'll take us on to SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Yep. Which actually seemed like a pretty solid show this week, yeah. to be honest with you, buds. Yeah, it did. We started off with uh, Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman coming down to the ring. Doo-doo. And then Jey Uso comes out. Boo-doo. And Uso's like... I can't concentrate because you're fucking Sorry. doing. You're do doing. Uh, All over the place. But yeah, Jay's like, you know, thank you, Paul, for getting me that match last week. 
And Paul's like, look, I didn't fucking do it. Right. Uh, you know, Roman did that for you. And he's like, okay. And then Roman gets on the mic and was like, look, yeah, you're going to get a good payday. You're going to be in the main event, but it's not your moment. Like, I'm going to beat your ass like when we were kids. Right. And it, it was, was a good really, promo. It was really well done. The whole segment, I watched <coughs> the segment. It was, it, mm-hmm. was, it was good. It was good times indeed. Yeah. Indeedly um, doodly. But then Corbin and Sheamus come out and whatever. It's going to lead to a tag team match later tonight. So. Right. Uh, yeah. Between the four of them. Because it's what always happens is everything always has to lead to a tag team match and you have to. Right. I. I they're trying, but man, yeah. they got a long ways to go. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about this. So after that, they're. You know how they always promote whatever is coming up on the show. So tonight we're getting AJ Styles for Jeff Hardy for the Intercontinental Inter- Championship. Yes. Correct. That so is they, the thing that's going to So happen. they're promoting it, you know, and the graphics up on the screen, and then it cuts to the production truck, and it's Sami Zayn in the production truck. He's like, shut this off. Like, this isn't happening. Like, I'm the Intercontinental Champion, and if I'm the Intercontinental Champion, how is this match going to happen? And he's like, turn this stuff off. And then he clicks a button, and then it goes to commercial like he turned off the TV. Yeah, that's that's more clever than usual when they're just like smashing shit until it cuts off air. I like him flipping buttons that clicks it to a commercial, like trying a few things. Yeah, it was good. Sami Zayn's always a good time on the TV, so never going to bitch about that. (laughs) Yeah. And then we come back from commercial... And we get the introductions, um, and Sami Zayn, or we start, they start the introductions, and Sami Zayn comes out, and he's like, guys, look, I'm the fucking champion. I told you, like, you're not having this match without me. Right, like, I am the champion. This is bullshit. And then Adam Pearce comes out, and Adam Pearce is like, dude, no, you gotta go to the back. This is, this is, just shut up. And so he goes to the back. And then we get, like, a ten minute match. And... Obviously, Sami Zayn shows up at the end. Right. Haluba kicks. Yeah. He tripped Styles and then got in the ring and gave uh, Jeff a hell of a Haluba kick. Like, right. It was fucking great. Fuck your face, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. And then uh, he's trying to make his way backstage and he keeps like falling over. Jeff Hardy does. Right. Yeah, because he got fucking Haluba kicked yeah. in the face. And then... We go to commercial, come back, and one of the interviewers is saying that, like, Jeff never lost consciousness, and it appears to be dehydration. So that's... He was dehydrated. It wasn't from the kick, is what they said. Making fun of Matt Hardy, taking yeah. that nasty bump, and which right. is stupid. That's a dumb jab to take, because... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. They're brothers. Right. Blah, I think blah. it's... It, yeah, I think it's more so because they're brothers that I'm okay with it. Like, if it was just someone else doing it, not so much. Yeah, they used to do that but, shit during the Attitude Era, and I was never a fan of it. I remember with them, that fucking Oklahoma character making fun of JR. Oh, yeah, that was stupid. Fucking, yeah. uh, the time that, which is actually good, it makes for a good story. At <coughs> the time, um, the NWO pretended to be the Four Horsemen at, right after Arn Anderson retired. Yeah. and Where DX tried to be the Nation of Domination. Ooh, yeah. No. That one doesn't stand up That was the well. same show, but that was bad. That doesn't stand up well. Look at you, X-Pac. Mizark Henry. I, I do like the Mizark joke. Well, yeah. You know, but Blackface is never cool. Yeah. 
Right. Right. Blackface is never a good time. <laughs> Back to SmackDown, <laughs> which had some good times. Yeah. Um, Buttons were sewn. and Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro took on the Lucha House Party next. It's a warm-up for their uh, Raw match yeah. next week. Well, <laughs> on the, on the, like, towards, I don't know, after a couple minutes of the match, the Street Profits are on the big, big screen, and they're having a party in, I guess, Cesaro and Nakamura have a Champions Lounge, and they're having a party in there, and Drew Gulak's there, and Kalista rolls up Cesaro for the win. Nice. Curious, were they partying yeah. hard? Yeah. Because well, that's what you should do when yeah. it's time to party. Yeah. Just making sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, then what we have? Then after commercial, the Lucha House Party entered the Champions Lounge to celebrate with the Street Profits. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, Bailey came down to the ring with a steel chair. Hmm. And remember, it was like 2005, Eddie Guerrero cut that like heel turn promo in the middle of the ring, sitting in the steel chair, just kind of looking at the camera. Yes. Where it was all kind of dark and stuff. That's kind of what Bailey did here. Oh, okay. And it was really fucking good. I loved her reasoning. Um, so, yeah, basically she said why. She did what she did. She did what yeah. she did to Sasha. To Sasha Banks. And she's like, I turned on Sasha because Sasha was going to turn on me. And I've been, like, everyone thought she was been playing me this whole time. And in reality, I've been playing her. And it was basically who was going to turn first. And... I, I went. <laughs> yeah. I like it. So, it's pretty good. Um, it's real. Like, yeah. A real person would do that. It's not the normal right. WWE shenanigans. Like, that's a, a real motivation a person yeah. would have. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're going to work together. I'm just going to make sure to stab you in the back before you stab me in the right. back. Kind of horseshit. Yeah. And, like, she was, uh, you know, when she became Bailey, or... She was using Sasha because she became Bailey Doe Straps, became the first ever women's Grand Slam champion. Right. Like, uh, longest reigning champion. So why not? And yeah, Sasha was using <laughs> her to become Banks Two Belts or Two Belt Banks. <laughs> yeah, right. It was good. Good times. All right. And then, out of nowhere, we're going to get a number one contenders match for the women's championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexa Bliss and taking on Nikki Cross. And Tamina and Lacey Evans. Yes. Um, yeah, whatever. Oh, and also, <clears throat> Nikki was the first one out, and Bailey hadn't left yet, and she still had the chair with her. So she hit Nikki with the chair on the way out. Nice. <coughs> I like that. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Bye, um, Nikki. Um, Bye-bye. So the match was okay. The oh. real story out of the match, though, mm-hmm. is that... Uh, Alexa Bliss ended up hitting a sister Abigail on Nikki Cross and it was dope like the forehead kiss everything Everything. it was nice looking too she did it well yeah and someone had pointed out so they were like fighting ringside when this happened and the announcers who are still ringside on Smackdown had said the word fiend and they're thinking that like fiend is a trigger word for her that when she hears it he oh. kind of like takes her over and yeah, that would be neat wouldn't it yeah that would be cool and that's why because she was like normal towards the beginning of the match and then she kind of changed heard them say yell fiend and... yeah and after she did that she just kind of like walked off too 
Shoot, the match didn't matter anymore. It was really fantastic. Well I like it. Yeah, this Alexa Bliss thing. It's been fun. Yeah, honestly, like it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nikki Cross ends up picking up the win. So she's the so, number one contender for Bailey's belt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So I don't know. Whatever. Bailey Umbelt. Yeah. Um, oh, we got another. So I think I don't know if we talked about it last week. So we had that promo for the new chick that's coming or the whatever. Someone's coming to SmackDown. Oh, okay. And there was another one this week. Okay. Um, so we know it's and, a chick now. Well, it was a chick last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Yeah. It was a chick last week. Okay. And it's a chick this week. Fair enough. But it was like her putting on her bra and then putting on some clothes and then like walking, a fur coat or something and like walking out the door. But um, someone matched it up. There's like a scar or a tattoo or something on the back of her arm and it's Carmella. Oh, okay. So she's coming back. Looked almost like an M- Emelina type thing. So. I'm not surprised. I heard they were really high on that idea. Yeah. It just didn't work with Tanel right. Dashwood. So. So. Maybe All we'll right. See. So, all right. Uh, Otis and this is going to take on John Morrison next. Okay. Uh, Otis picks up the win, but the Miz on the way out takes the lunchbox. Mm. And if you remember from last week, Otis showed that he kept the contract in the lunchbox. Yes. Right? So we cut to backstage and... Uh, Otis is like, the Miz may have the lunchbox, but he doesn't have the right lunchbox. And he opens up the briefcase. And the lunchbox was in the briefcase. <laughs> and the lunchbox was in the briefcase with the contract. That's ridiculous. Right. And then we got to Miz and Morrison. <coughs> and I like how they finally, they finally brought it up that um, Morrison's like, this contract's non-transferable. He's like, no. And Miz is like, I got a lawyer friend. And he said there's uh, loopholes in every contract. So we might as well just take it to him and see. And then they open the lunchbox and they just pull out an apple core. Nice. It was great. I like that he also didn't even get the lunch because Otis had already ate it. Yeah. Oh, that was his trash. Right. And the lunchbox, I guess. That's a loss. Yeah. Was it a nice lunchbox? It's one of the Money in the Bank ones. Oh, okay. They're selling those now. Fair enough. Yeah. This this whole thing is just a merchandise really, uh, scheme, right? Yeah. This whole storyline is to sell lunchboxes. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Right. WWE's not putting over stars anymore. It's trying to put itself over. That's right. why it's failing. Yeah. Um... All right, Firefly Funhouse is next. Okay. Uh, last week we found that there was going to be a new character, character on the Funhouse. Yeah, what was it? So uh, Bray was going to introduce Pascal, the persevering parrot. Okay. And but he was keeping him in a box, and he forgot to poke holes in. The oh box. no! So he's kind of dead. Poor parrot. Um, That's what he gets. But. Vince McMahon shows up. The Vince McMahon puppet shows up. Um, and tells why. He's like, you lost the universal title, you lost the parrot, and you lost my trust. You can't handle the responsibilities of the funhouse anymore on your own. I'm bringing in um, a new special advisor to uh, help you take over the funhouse. Okay. And we get Wobbly Walrus. Fair enough. And... <laughs> 
it's, it's fucking Paul Heyman. Is it a puppet uh, Paul Heyman yeah. walrus thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's fucking hilarious. I bet. I don't know if I'll, there's a picture I'll have to here. find it, yeah. I'll yeah, take a look at it. But it's fucking hilarious. And I'll then, try and find the second. And then it pretty much ends with... Uh, Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon's like, there's such good shit. Nice. <laughs> and that was it. And it said, to be continued. So, I'm guessing next week we'll get the rest of it. So, it's pretty good. Alright. Main event. Roman Reigns and Jey Uso teaming up to take, Baron Corbin, take on Baron Corbin and Sheamus. But, uh, as Jey Uso comes out, Corbin and Sheamus attack him, so there's no Roman Reigns yet. Mm. And basically, they beat the shit out of uh, <clears throat> Jay for a little while. And as Sheamus goes for the bro kick, Roman's music hits, comes out, takes a blind tag on Jay, gets in the ring, uh, spear, one, two, three. Done and done. Yep. It was great. Yep. So, and that was it. Wreck things and leave. <coughs> oh, and then. And then. Just main event. Yeah, I said that. You were reading. Fair like, writing or something. Um. Well, they go up and Jay goes to raise Roman's hand at the top of the ramp. But it's the hand that has the title. And, like, he's kind of touching the title. And Roman's just staring. Like... No, you fucking didn't. This is as so, close as you're getting. Yeah. I like it. It was really good. Sounds like a pretty good episode this, of SmackDown. Yeah. This new Roman's fantastic. I love it. I missed Doug was texting me, and that was concerning enough to take my attention, because Doug doesn't text just me. Oh. Right. Yeah, that's weird. I'll take care of that afterwards, so it's it can wait. It's not an emergency, but okay. it is worrisome, so... Uh, we'll do it with that later, though. For now, we're going to talk about some more wrestling stuff. Okay. And we're going to do that by moving on to number 42, Christopher Daniels. CD. Fallen Angel. The Fallen Angel. Uh, my match was from 2010. How about yours, PJ? Oh, yeah, you go first. I figured. Uh, I watched... Not by much, though. Mine was like 2011. Fair enough. I watched Christopher Daniels take on Kevin Steen, or Kevin Owens for you WWE fans out there. Nice. Uh, this was from Ring of Honor on May 4th, 2010. Um, good match. Uh, you could definitely tell at this point that Christopher Daniels was the mm-hmm. better and rain worker of the two. Um, Christopher Daniels was better in this match than he is now because of age, unfortunately, yeah. shit happens. Yeah. Owens is better, at least when they were letting him actually wrestle now than he was back then. Uh, Kevin was a little bit greener back then, but his character was still there. Whoa. Not not as magnified as it is now, but his character was still there. But Christopher Daniels won the match with the BME, uh, the best moonsault ever. Yeah. He was doing all the shit here, mm-hmm. doing stuff he can't do now because, again, he's you know a little bit older. Um, you know, I think if you look at Christopher Daniel and his accolades, I think it's safe to say that he uh, the decade before this was kind of his decade. Not that anything out of this decade was out. You know, or bad, or right. anything like that. But his decade was the decade before. It's where he won most of his TNA titles. Uh, it's where he had his bigger runs with Ring of Honor, although he did have some in the early 2010s and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's he's done it everywhere except on the big stages. He has yet to win any kind of title on AEW. 
and he has yet to, because he wasn't part of the tag team combination that won for SCU the initial AEW tag titles. That was Kazarian Sky. Right. And he's not won any belts with WWE. In fact, his run there was early in his career, and it was a couple job matches, basically. Um, my computer's being a dick and won't load the list, so I can't tell you where Christopher Daniels is going to fall on the list. But I can tell you it's going to be a hard decision when I was looking at it earlier today after I'd watched the match. Yeah. Um... Like, he's not one or two or three or whatever or four. He's at least fallen behind Brock Lesnar. I know I can remember that much. But yeah. from there, I don't know. Um, I guess join us next week as we figure that out because we have to reorder <laughs> next week. So that was my Christopher Daniels match. I don't really have much else to say. It was okay. a solid match for a Ring of Honor match in 2010. Yeah. It's what you expect. How about yours, BJ? I watched um, Christopher Daniels. Take on Claudio Castanillo okay. uh, or Cesaro for you WWE fans or Antonio Cesaro for your NXT fans mm-hmm. out there. Um, yeah, they took on each other, Ring of Honor 2011. Um, oh, this was fucking great, though. Like, I mean, it's these two guys mm-hmm. from Ring of Honor in 2011. Right. Like, um,. Yeah, this was... It was pretty much exactly what you expected. 20-minute, like, just great match. And it was for the TV championship, TV okay. title. Fair enough. Uh, Daniels was a champion going in, but... I didn't even know that was a thing. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I never watched Ring of Honor, so... Yeah. Ever. And Daniels... Uh, Daniels ended up picking up the win. Um, but, yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah as for placing I'm probably going to agree with you my thought on Daniels is like yeah he was definitely better in the 2000s he made TNA what it was like between him and Joe and AJ Mm -hmm. like they made TNA what it was and in in that time period too that decade like WWE or TNA was hitting past AEW numbers. Right. Like right now, right. they were that other big time. That's true. At that point in time, but that's not, one of the reasons. But it's not, not this fall back like to the <clears throat> right. bottom of the of the twenty here. But not this decade. Um, He'll probably stay not locked in. And actually, was it this uh, this week? And I almost watched it this morning. Um, this week, I think, is the fifteen year anniversary of that. Joe Pass triple threat between Joe and Daniels and AJ. Okay, I've actually seen like, that before. Yeah. Um, all right, so when I when I searched best Christopher Daniels match, that showed up. That showed up first. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Where are you putting him is. on the list, though? So, so I think same. Um, same behind Brock Lesnar, <clears throat> but right in the next couple of spots there. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to see as we actually sit down and reorder it. And again, I don't know why my what my computer's doing here, so... Yeah, you broke it. I guess. As long as we're still recording, we're good. And we are. So I guess that'll move us on to news and rumors. And or rumors. And or rumors. Uh, Mandy Rose has been traded to Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I think this is more of the... I mean, I think it's for real, but it's more of the Miz and Morrison storyline. Yeah. Uh, with Otis. Mm-hmm. like Yes. 
they pulled some strings and did that. Seems like it. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. Yeah. We'll see where that goes. Um, PW Insider has reported that a source told them that over 60 staffers at WWB have been let go due to recent cuts. Yeah. Uh, speaking of letting go, Gerald Briscoe, mm-hmm. after fucking 30-some years of service yep. to WWE, has been let go. Yes. Some bullshit. Yes. But whatever. And also, uh, do you have the other one? Microtunda. No, I didn't say IRS. that one. I missed that one. Yeah, IRS was fine. I go as well. How about yeah. that? Um, you mentioned it earlier, but the Wrestling Observer Newsletter reported that WWE has moved Hell in a Cell from November 1st to October 25th. Yes. That's really just a week sooner, but right. whatever. Um... So, if you uh, have ever signed up for the WWE Network and still get their emails, you usually mm-hmm. get an email at some point on Monday advertising WWE stuff. And you probably see it on social media, too. Yeah. Nothing was advertised for Monday Night Raw this week, and that's because Vince McMahon didn't write it until about 90 minutes before the show went on air. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. Or didn't finish it, sorry, until 90 minutes before. So, right. yeah. Um... Observer also reported that AEW's All Out did between 100 and 110,000 buys on pay-per-view, so that's right on on par with where all their others have been, which, in case you buds are not aware, is a pretty good number for pay-per-view sales. Well, you figure that's $5 million in revenue right there. Right. Or close to it. 50 bucks a pop, so great. Um... Bodyslam.net, who apparently has been, it's been, they've been on my radar more and more lately, so we're going to start seeing how reliable they are, but they've reported that Jen Decker's no longer with AEW. Didn't really give any okay. reasoning or anything behind it. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing I got is today, for you buds out there, is the 13th, and in, what, six days, it'll be the 19th, and on the 19th of September, <laughs> meaning by the time we talk to you buds again... The G1 will have started. Yes. And I've got the A and B block participants for you, buds. We're going to go through them here real quick. Yeah. We're not going to do any fantasy booking this time yeah. around. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, we can do that later once we get the matchups and stuff. Yeah. Um, the actual. Next week, probably. Yeah. Um, but for you, buds, that don't know, the G1 oh, yeah, yeah, is the tournament that Japan does every year. And the way it works is there's A block, B block. Everybody faces everybody over the course of three weeks I think um, three or four yeah. yeah and then you get was it two points for a win no points for a loss one point for a tie yep and the person with the most points in each block face each other at the climax and the winner gets a shot at for the title at Wrestle Kingdom the only thing I'm, you, so. I might have missed you saying or you might have missed saying was that there's ten participants per block okay yeah there's ten okay so, so I did not say that in the A block we have Kota Ibushi, Jeffrey Cobb, uh, Okada, yeah. uh, the Stone Pitbull Ishii, yes. uh, Will Ospreay, Shingo Takaji, uh, Minoru Suzuki, mm-hmm. Tai Chi, uh, Jay White, and uh, Takahashi, Tokyo Pimp nice. himself. So yeah, we got quite the... Uh, Mixed group of our participants there. Mm-hmm. We got what two Suzuki Goon, three Chaos, one Lij, two Bullet Club, nice. and then two 
Kota Bushi and Jeff Cobb don't have factions. Right. The B Block. Representing themselves, we have uh, Tanahashi. Stupid sexy Tanahashi. Stupid sexy. Uh, Juice Robinson as well. Nice. So that'll be fun. Uh, representing Chaos, we have Goto. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Toriyano, the ace of New Japan. Yeah. And we have Yoshihashi. Uh, representing LIJ, we have Naito. We have the guy I'm cheering for this year, Sonata. Uh, representing Suzuki Goon, we have Zack Sabre Jr. And representing the Bullet Club, we have Kenta and former IWGP Heavyweight Champion, Evil. So yeah, I'm uh I'm cheering for I'm cheering for uh for Sonata this year for the whole thing. Nice. That's who I want to win the whole yeah. deal. And we'll probably said we'll probably want Will this out for you buds next week. We should have the matchups by next week since I'm it starts by next week. <clears throat> yeah. So <clears throat> yep. what do you got for us, BJ? Alright. Um so we on the little butt episode last week. Last week, uh, we kind of mentioned at the end of the AIW show they said goodbye to the referee because he's going to WWE. Yes, I just wanted to mention because uh, I got his name. It's Jake Clemens was his okay, name, and I knew him. that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. I just him. couldn't think of it. Um, I follow him on social media. I do believe, yeah. or we do. Yeah, the buds website. Um, he's cool. Social media. But yeah, um, yeah, he got signed. He was the one. Basically, I think he got signed because of the Seth Rollins thing. Okay. Because <clears throat> he was Seth Rollins' referee right. that one week or whatever. Right. So, yeah, I remember that's that. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good job. Um, so, we also, a few weeks ago, had mentioned Marty Jannetty had this wild Ooh. story yeah. of him killing a guy for wanting him to suck his dick or something. Something like that. <clears throat> and <coughs> so now he was interviewed with police and things like that. And, or, yeah, I guess interviewed by police or whatever. Um, but he says that that admission to murder was the beginning of a wrestling storyline. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like it. Uh huh. Fucking. He needs some help. He does need some help. Really bad. He's not going to get it, but I wish he would. Right. Um, also, a few weeks ago, we had mentioned that Jericho had performed at Sturgis. Uh, yeah. Sturgis has now been linked to 250,000 cases of COVID. Yeah. So that happened. Right. Um, How many more times does it have to happen before we, as a collective group of people, yeah. not only Americans, I mean humans, get it? Yeah. It's fucking whatever. Um, next week on Dynamite, it was announced that uh, Thunder Rosa will be taken on. Evelise, I can never say say her name. Evelise, Evelise. But, um, yeah, Thunder Rosa is taking on her, but the title's going to be on the line. That's what I was waiting for. The NWA Championship is going to be on the line, and that's dope. Yes. Um, You know that show Wipeout? Wipeout! Like, have you seen that? Where, like, yeah, the, I know the show. It's like the obstacle course type thing with water and shit. The one I actually watched was the <clears> most <throat> extreme elimination challenge from back in like the late 90s, early 2000s. But yeah, yeah it was fucking great. Um, anyway, they're going to have a new host for the new season. Okay. And it is going to be John motherfucking Cena. Boo, 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 boo. So, that's pretty dope. 
John Cena sucks. Yeah. Good for him. Um, Doing things. Oh, back to Thunder Rosa. She was on Talk of Jericho this week. Yes. And uh, during that, so she had her match with Serena Deeb. She did. And apparently that match led to Serena getting an official AEW contract. Yep. She's so that's all pretty in. dope. She's all elite, rather. That's what they call it these days. Yeah, that is good times. Yeah. Um, oh. All right. Let me see what. Oh, oh there was a. I got yeah. I got one like question for you. Okay, we'll, we'll do that last. Okay. Um. So at like basketball games and stuff. Yes. You can do the virtual fan thing, like they like can do in the Thunderdome. Yeah. So there was some uh, wrestlers front row on some games this week. I saw Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and at some game or another. Yeah, they were at a game. I can't. Where'd it go? Oh, they were at the Toronto versus Boston game. Okay. And then Miro was front row for the LA Clippers game. Nice. So that was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um. Oh, someone found a clip of Vince McMahon's first television bump. Oh. In what year do you? Th- well, here I got two now. In what year do you think Vince McMahon took his first bump on television? 1985. Earlier. Oh, 1980. Still earlier? 1971. Yeah, 77. Okay. Uh, there was a thing between... He was an uh, interviewer mm-hmm. at that time. And he was interviewing someone and Captain Lou and... Uh, Captain Lou hit the guy he was interviewing from behind and took both that guy and Vince McMahon out. Gotcha. And over the top rope. It was pretty cool. That's neat. That is earlier than I would have thought, so. Right? Yeah. And um, as of today, who do you think Meltzer has given more four-star plus ratings to than any other wrestler ever? Four? Four star plus. Randy Orton. Mm-mm. Is this wrestler still active yes. today? Yes. Are they in Japan? That's the next uh, one. No. Are they Japanese? Nope. No, they're American. American. And it's not John. It's not John mm-hmm. Cena. Yeah. Kenny Omega. Nope. Close. Close. Nick Jackson. Okay, I was just thinking the young bug. <clears throat> Nick Jackson has 91. Okay. Uh, Matt Jackson has 89. Okay. And AJ Styles is stuck in the middle at 90. Stuck in the middle. So those are your top three four stars. Okay. Alright, now, now I got a few yeah. f- trivia for you. Okay. Um, some of these are super easy and some of them aren't, but there's just 20 random WWE... Slash NXT questions. So okay. Mostly WWE. Uh, number one, I hope you get this one. What was The Rock's signature catchphrase? He had a bunch of them. But the main one, like, do you smell what The Rock is cooking? If you smell. Or if you smell what The Rock is cooking. Can you smell whatever? Um, who asked Nikki Bella to marry him at WrestleMania 33? I was there. 
was John Cena. Uh, what nationality is Kevin Owens? Canadian. That's correct, good sir. Quebec. He is Canadian. Who is the current NXT United Kingdom champion? Walter. It is still Walter, yep. Whose entrance music includes the lyrics, They broke the mold when they made me? Chris Masters. No. <laughs> That's a good good guess, but no. I don't know. You're close. Uh, no. Randy Orton. No. No, I know his, but I don't know. Dolph Ziggler. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Who has won the most Royal Rumble matches? Stone Cold. Yeah. Do you know how many? Three. Yeah, that was an easy one, too. Which former WWE wrestle, wrestler launched their own Netflix show in April of 2020? Big show. How many seasons did that run for? One. Aw. Too soon. <laughs> uh, which former wrestler is Bo and Bray's dad? We just talked about him. He just got fired. Mike yeah. Rotundo. IRS. Who said that Woodstock was to rock and roll what WrestleMania is to wrestling? Uh, Cindy Lauper. No. I don't know. Jesse the Body Ventura. Okay. Uh, the women's championship match in WrestleMania 1 featured which 1980s icon? Cindy Lauper. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got it. Uh... The party foul is the signature move of which wrestler? Party foul. Hmm. Um. Oh my god. I I don't know. Adam Rose. Oh okay. Yeah. I was like I can I I knew something I just couldn't think of who. At which WrestleMania did Hulk Hogan famously fight Andre the Giant? Three. Um, what was the name of John Cena's rap album released in 2005? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's not that. Um, it's not, you're right. Not it is not fuck. all fuck. Uh, oh. Thugonomics? No. It's, I can't remember. You can't see me. You can't see me. Yep. Okay. Uh, which 80s television star featured in the main event of WrestleMania 1? Oh, Mr. T. Mr. T, correct. Uh, what are the names of Rey Mysterio's finishers? 619. Yeah, they, ever, they never say the name of the other one. I only know because I have the answers. I don't know what the other one is. The West Coast Pop is the name of it. Which? I don't know. Okay. I mean, I know that name. I just don't. I can't think of which move it is. Who has held the WWE Intercontinental Championship the most times? Oh, maybe that's the springboard part. The 619 is when it goes around the ring, and then the West Coast Pop is the part where he springboards and jumps on him afterwards. That makes sense, yeah. 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 I was not paying attention to that last question. Uh, It's the easiest one, one of the easiest ones on here. Who has held the Intercontinental Championship the most times? Me. No. Chris Jericho. Yes. Who, who are you? No. Uh, who has the most I'm championships in WWE only? Most championships in WWE only? It's our truth. Main championships, sorry. Like <laughs> WWE World Heavyweight Championships. Oh, okay. Not all titles, just the oh, main, okay. main or like, universal as well. Counts. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, sorry. I just think it's our truth, duh. Yeah, That's no, the easiest. Right. 
Um, I'm bleeding. How am I bleeding? Magic. Uh, most main championships. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. You do. Do I? It's John Cena. It, oh, duh. No. The only person that has more is Ric Flair. Ric that's Flair right. John Cena, Ric Flair. And NWA ones that yeah. don't count. John Cena, Ric Flair. Randy Orton's almost there. Yep. All right. And Triple H is almost there. Who? I, know. I think this is the hardest one, personally. Okay. Who was the first person to pin Mr. Perfect in the WWE? Oh. So I saved it for last. Oh, because it was something stupid. I thought. Like Junkyard Dog or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. It's not, you're way off on your line no. of thinking. Oh, yeah. was it? Yeah. So, was it a big It's deal? a main event guy. Oh. Yeah. Probably Hulk Hogan. It was Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And that takes us on the Survivor there was, Series. There was someone's like stupid undefeated streak that got beat stupid like that. I can't remember that. Uh, Tatanka's got beat by Ludwig Borga. Maybe Borgen. that's it. Maybe that's That one I'm was thinking. pretty dumb. Yeah, maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. God, I love Tatanka. He, they gave, they a, fucking gave Lex Lugers to Tatanka and then turned around and gave to that from Tatanka to fucking Ludwig Borga because he right. looked good. Right. Fucking horseshit. But now, buds, we're going to move on to the Survivor Series Fantasy Fun Time. That's, I don't know why I'm calling it that. It's just what we're calling it. Basically, we're just going to yeah go through what Survivor Series would be if it yeah. happened right now just basically based upon the champion versus champion funness. Yeah, basically because I was curious and I want to talk about it. So Here we go. That's what we're going to do. Um... So, where are we going to start? We'll start with the tag teams, I sure. guess. Uh, start towards the bottom. Cool. Tag teams. It would be, right now, it would be the Street Profits taking on Nakamura and Cesaro, taking on um, Brizongo. Yes. So, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, who would you want to win that? I want it to be a ladder match. Yeah. And I want Brizongo to win it. Yeah. That would be dope. I don't think they will, though, but no. I want them to. Right. Um, all right. All right. And then... And then. <laughs> that's what they should do. Is there another... There's no other, like, shitty champion. I was thinking they should do, like, the 24-7 championship, the cruiserweight championship, and... The North American championship. Well, no, no, they can do North American with the other mid-carders. with the mid yeah. yeah. Just those two is fine. Yeah, they can do singles match. So our truth versus, uh, um, oh no, they could because you can bring Jordan Devlin back at that time. So you got our truth versus Jordan Devlin versus Drugs McDealer. Yeah, I'm going with the. Uh, I'm going with our truth. Yeah, I would want our truth, but probably Drugs McDealer. Yeah. Um, Santos Escobar. Oh, um. Mid-card championship. Okay. So... Intercontinental right now, is AJ Styles. It, no, or is Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy and Jeff Sami Zayn. Versus Bobby Lashley. Versus... Versus... Um, Damien Priest. Damien Priest. Ooh, God, that yeah. would be fun. Sami Zayn. That's a hard... F- I want Sami yeah. Zayn out of that group. That would be a fun four-way. That would be. Yeah. And then uh, the main championship, or the main women's championship, would be Asuka. Main event one. Versus Io Shirai. Versus Bailey. Bailey. I want Bailey. Yeah. I'm high on Bailey right now. Yeah. Then this would be, God, 
This would be fun too. The main event of Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre versus Finn Balor. Drew McIntyre. Yeah. That'd be fun. Put him over like fucking Rover. Right. They need to. And with that, so we move good. on to number 41. Yeah. Can, same deal. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Or Drew Galloway for you not WWE fans out there. Right. I went first last time, BJ. You get to go first this time. Yeah. I watched Drew Galloway take on Mike Bennett in TNA uh, from 2016. I believe it was. Okay. Um, so basically, this was a match. It was. For, they were having a tournament for number one contender, I guess. So, um, the other side had been, this was like the semifinals for that. To see who went on. Um, decent match. Uh, I was really impressed with McIntyre just because, or Galloway, because he, he lost to Mike Bennett. Like, I mean, Mike Bennett's good, but not... Right. One of the best in not, the world. No. Um, Could be the Houston Marine. Well, yeah. But, so he ends up going on to win. Um, now, if this list was most improved from the first beginning of the decade to the end of the decade, he's number one. Um, except for, like, people that weren't wrestling at the beginning of the decade. But... That being said, I think I think he has to fall a little bit behind on this list. I would say like ahead of Christopher Daniels, um, but he's not gonna be a Nick Aldis. Maybe I don't know, man. That's hard. That's really hard. I don't know, cause like. And I think the 2020s are going to be more his decade. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I he started time, off, yeah. like, he started off the 2010s, you know, being the chosen one and being, um, you know, McMahon's golden child. And then he failed, and he failed horribly. And then he was in, like, 3MB and stupid-ass shit for a long time. And he had a to get years. fired. Yeah, and then he had to get fired and go on this. But an amazing mm-hmm. indie run... To come back and become and beat fucking Brock Lesnar for the world championship, which is amazing. He's had but one again, of the best pushes this year. But yeah, but again, this is not last decade. Right. So, I can't include that in here. Yep. Um, yeah. It's gonna, next week's gonna suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna start off with the ending, I guess, is, yeah, same here. Like, he's... I, my match was from 2014 from Evolve. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, like, definitely this was the start of what we saw in the indies. The guy that was world champion in fucking mm-hmm. WCPW right. and, you know, fucking everywhere. Um, he held a lot of titles. Yeah. But, yeah, he started at the bottom with fucking 3 and B. And right. now, unfortunately, a decade later, is one of the top guys in all of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, my match was against Roddy Strong, Evolved 2014. Nice. This was fucking awesome. Roddy Strong has not changed, like, at all. His wrestling abilities, his fucking looks, like, he is not aged today. Uh, where Drew had, Drew is not nearly as big yet. At this point, he, I mean, tall, obviously, but he wasn't as muscular as he is now. 
And, like, even with Christopher Daniels and Kevin Steen, they had aged well, but they had aged. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Cole Cabana got involved in that match, and he looked completely fucking different in 2010 than he does now in 2020. Roddy Strong looked exactly the same six years ago than he does now. But, yeah. yeah. Galloway won uh, nice. with the fucking double-arm DDT after his fucking Claymore. This was before Claym- the Claymore was the setup instead of the finisher. And, um, yeah, he won. He was the champion for Evolve at that point. It was a non-title match. And I don't know why, but they apparently have another non-title match at the next Evolve show, too. I don't yeah. know what that was about. Why not? Um, yeah, next week's going to be difficult. Because next week, buds, join us as we reorder the last 20 wrestlers <sighs> we've been through. Yeah. The bottom 10 get locked in to remain that way for all eternity. Yeah. The only thing for sure is Mike Elgin is getting locked in. Yeah, I can guarantee that. And Nick Aldis is not. I can guarantee that, too. Yeah. Yeah. We bookended it last week, and you can get that for free in the yeah. book or two I weeks ago, say, or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. I think that bookend will hold still. Me, too. But the middle, the middle's a fucking mess. And here I am, caught in the middle with you. And you can be caught in the middle with us, too, bud. You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter, or email to Gmail at the same. Did you like that transition? Yeah, that was, that was good. Uh, and Instagram as well. We're on that. You can get me at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S on the Twitter. If you talk on Instagram, that's all him. Twitch. But you can get me at Beebs2004. That's B-W-E-J-2-0-0-4. Leave us a five-star rating, comments, like, share, subscribe, email to the Gmail, ask your questions. We'll read them on air. We'll answer them on air. Yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell... Uh... Tell everybody. Tell the ghost haunting your... The first printing is done, but you can now get your Buds Watch Wrestling t-shirts. Yeah. And available, I think at noon, the day this releases, you'll be able to now get your t-shirts in uh, your choice of black, blue, two blues, black, blue, two two different blues, burgundy, and pink. Nice. Are your now colors for the time being. I'm getting a pink one. And I think the same colors for the hoodie, too. Actually, I think I have an emerald green hoodie instead of two blue hoodies Okay. Uh, available. And then coffee mugs are coming soon, too. But if you want to get a shirt or hoodie, you can get those at bonfire.com slash budsww. Fuck yeah, you can. So that's B-O-N-F-I-R-E dot com slash budsww. I don't know if I need to spell, but just in case. My I mean, comes next week. I'm excited. There'll be a picture on Instagram and Twitter of me and my fucking dope t-shirt and hoodie. Nice. You both should be jealous because it's got the new fucking dope logo on it. I didn't get one yet. I bought Tony Hawk instead. Yeah. Sorry. You can get it next time, man. Yeah. They're still for sale. Bonfire.com slash BudsWW. Now I can get a pink one because that's what I want. And now you can get a pink one too. A pink Buds Watch Wrestling shirt. Mm-hmm. And send us your pictures of it too. The yeah. shirts and shit. And until next time, that's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. See ya. Now go away. Uh, yeah. Sound check. Sound check. It's check. He's in a new place. Or it's in a new place. He's not. He's on his back. And turtles get stuck on the backs. I fixed. Except the mic. There we go. Mike is oh, the mic. Oh, that's a way better place for him to sit, too. That looks way more comfortable. It does look more comfortable. Than the other spot. Agreed. On this thing, the little arm. Is that what you call them? I guess so. Where's the mind? Sure. This is just like a stand. The other one is not. I think this will be fine. Yeah. Don't worry about the... It's funny, you get your arm back and we get rid of the microphone arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of it. I think he's still not doing so fantastic. No, but it's back. It's not blue anymore. No, and it's out of the cast. Yeah, I can do that. I can do that.
bend it a little bit. When, like, I couldn't move either of these fingers at all when they first took them out of the camera, right. so this is way better. What you do is you spin on and then you stick them up the bubble for physical therapy. Yeah, well, what do you think we've been doing? Yeah. Cool. All right, whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. Yep.